0: You're listening to an indy production.
1: i not love news. It's R-A-D. Just the good stuff, baby. I'm still figuring out. It's really hard to play soft jazz over a podcast that you can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I hope this is quiet enough.
2: <laughs> It'd be hilarious if it wasn't. If it was just like at 90, like too loud for any computer speaker to like truly handle. And we just Wholen never looked at the chat the whole time. <laughs> no one. So it's just.
0: <laughs> the chat's just saying, please stop it. Stop it with the jazz. To everyone in the chat who says they can't hear us, uh, on the contrary, you sure can. You can download our podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you get podcasts. <laughs>
1: that's good it's like dlc for, for a stream exactly <laughs> oh do you want the audio that'll cost separately yeah it's sure. on our patreon we don't have a patreon we don't have a patreon we might though we've it. considered it just the jazz just the jazz, is on.
0: Just the <laughs> just jazz. The for different levels you get different jazz playlists <laughs> we should release our,
1: our podcast piecemeal like that and they can just assemble whatever if you want just the video oh, the jazz you got that mm-hmm. if you want just the audio um no, we don't offer that. But if you want just like, the jazz and the talking and no video, that's understandable. <laughs> we got faces for
2: podcasts. Yeah. We need to do... Uh, have you guys heard of, about Netflix's new show, Kaleidoscope? Yes. And like the kind of the shtick with that. I watched the first few episodes. Not great. Nothing to write home about. Yeah. Won't talk about it on Radish as a, as a show and tell. But the whole shtick is is every every person views it differently because it shuffles the episodes for every single IP address. So you get a different story... Every single time you, know, everybody gets a different story. So we just need to release different parts of Radish in different. What is um, this
1: theatrical cut of Clue nonsense that they're doing over at Netflix?
2: It's like a high <laughs> story like, it told. It's
1: a high story. Um, What's his still name? Getting the same episode, just a different order, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all they're okay. all named after colors, like a kaleidoscope. Okay, film. it's got yeah. it's got Giancarlo, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I've, I've seen Netflix is really pushing it at me uh, until next until tomorrow. When the different show they try to push at me. Yeah. yeah. But
2: not great. Not great. Not fantastic.
1: Maybe you uh, watched really? the wrong order, really? Tyler. Maybe you had to go. <laughs> maybe maybe the the
2: two episodes I watched were complete shit. Yeah. And the other few are going to be great.
1: <laughs> What's a review copy
0: for that look like? Like we we reviewed the first three episodes, maybe. <laughs>
1: Like we, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's,
2: that's right. I
0: think, like, I think I've read an IndieWire review just talking about, like, it was mostly talking about the shtick. Ugh. But it was like it's you know pretty cut and dry heist drama where you know stuff is revealed and like little secrets are dropped during each episode, and it's fun to like go and like you know two episodes later figure out what's what they meant by it. But you know it's it's nothing like great. There's got to be some people out there who got the mix. That's just
2: the absolute worst way to see it. Like, the first yeah. episode's, like, the climactic, like, bank robbery, and then the next episode after that's, like, number four, where, like, the love interest is, like, I don't
1: know, boring as hell, yeah. or something. You got the one where John Carlo dies, followed by the one <laughs> yeah. with, like, the, the Stranger Things where she meets the other X-Men, with, <laughs> yeah. like, a side quest. What
0: was it? That, that uh, Black Mirror episode? That uh, Banter Snatch? Yeah. Mm. That I like that. That was pretty fun. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I had everyone in a tizzy. for three days for the netflix turnaround time netflix model it's also how long your (laughs) shows will last on netflix apparently (laughs) why doesn't netflix be like hey you know people like talking about shows for
1: longer than a week what if we what if we did this in a way that it could like i feel like the whole appeal of lost was like water cooler discussions yeah yeah
0: that's i mean like fucking um i mean stranger things kind of the most recent season Sort of did that with like we're gonna release the first part. And gave it gave like two, two months two later. Jobs. Yeah, mm. so that was kind of fun. But even then, like it just kind of left the conversation. But you had like House of the Dragon and like other like larger TV shows like dropping weekly, and it was super fun and it kept you engaged. Old global award winning. Yeah,
2: House of the Dragon.
0: Well deserved. Squid
2: Game down. came out
1: last year, didn't it?
2: Two years ago. Two years
0: ago. Was that two years ago. No one. Yeah, knows. It was late.
2: It was late 2021.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because I was watching around this time last year, I think. Mid game, no or like knows. we all watched I've it Squid game. You haven't watched no it? No, one, I, like I don't, it. don't know. if I liked it. Ever oh, ever. neither of you have watched it. Yeah, I watched every episode. I've watched it. I liked it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I reviewed it on this on this podcast. I forgot. It's been yeah, I a lot it. of episodes. Yeah, it has. You should watch it. It's or good.
1: Just, it's yeah. It's a- a- I, I watched it. Oh, you watch? It. Okay, I'm saying it over and over. I've watched this show. I just like, <laughs> <laughs> We're all like, "We've watched it. We've watched it." Good lord! Like, yeah, I've seen this show, and you're like, "You should watch it sometime." And I'm like, you watch it. it's, okay. "It's fine. Yeah, it's like, it does what it says." Yeah, it's just I forgot about it immediately. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. like because I watched it all in two days. It's just
0: Netflix. Uh, either way, this is not a show that show you can listen year. to all in th- oh, two days. It's not recommended. You should.
2: Involved. It'd be interesting to to meet someone who listened to it all in two days.
0: And they just feel I like feel they know like... us more than anyone else in the world. That's a little freaky.
2: That would be kind
0: of graphic. Listen, listening to this podcast in two days would be like
1: that episode of uh, Pokemon where Porygon gets hit with the the lightning and all those kids in Japan <laughs> had seizures. You, yeah. just, you can't listen to that much Radish that quickly and like have like an intact brain. It's just gonna, yeah. like, it's gonna be like, oh, these why are they so dumb? Like why are we like listening to
2: this? So like you can't do ear damage. You won't yeah. be able to walk straight for the rest of your life. <laughs> listening to radish for two days straight.
0: Defeats the point of radish. You know, we come out every week. We say, hey, you should watch, play, listen, read this interesting thing. I'm joking. We don't suggest you read anything. um <laughs> yeah, yeah, And then you I enjoy guess. it that week, and you're like, wow, it they give these. great suggestions. I want to come back next week, and I'm going to hear about Grimace being uncircumcised and you that's how whoa, we hook it whoa
2: whoa whoa are we We're not getting into this that again. Is-
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> welcome to 2023 uncertainty. Year, where we just keep talking about it anyways everyone welcome to episode 231 of radish this is the show where we bring you the good stuff and only the good stuff every week i am your host sean keeping it straight damn what if i start like honor like mr sean no i don't like that that sounds a little weird. I'm Mr. Sean,
1: but you can call me Will. I'm also... <laughs> little... like, I'm a, it sound like a teacher. Will, Mr. Sean from Radish. Yeah. You, <laughs> Mr. Sean does sound like, yeah, what a
2: first-year kindergarten teacher lets his kids call him that, and then they overstep the boundaries the first year, and from there on out, it's Mr. Barry. Um, my name is... They he is Carr.
0: Yeah, Harley Kindergarten stepping <laughs> over the boundaries. <laughs> oh, his wife. <laughs> three of my students dressed in a trench coat and they stole my wife from me. <laughs> they uh, her to Texas roadhouse and she had a great time. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: I'm, oh, sorry. No, Tyler. I'm Tyler. Didn't.
0: <laughs>
2: Not important or anything, but I'm Tyler. Uh, this, sorry, continue. This week I didn't mean to interrupt you by introducing myself.
0: <laughs> this week we're interrupting Tyler. Sean was uh, going to do it for you. <laughs> We're talking about uh the Swedish safety dance. We're also talking about uh, Trigun Stampede Schwitzing. I'm interested to find out what that was. <laughs> and uh I'll be guiding you the listeners and them the boys uh through the uh spooky uh television event that is thirty one years old. Well almost thirty one years old, like me. Um no, I am 31 years old. Never mind. Uh, we're talking about Ghost Watch this week, and we're uh, going to round out the episode forming our own little uh, Ghost Watch or War of the Worlds type event uh, that causes mass hysteria in a, a small community. We'll talk about it in a bit. Anyways, y'all, I found this uh, news story uh, s- five minutes ago. If that. <laughs> um, I, we, were,
2: we just went live, and Sean's like, oh, by the way, haven't found any news stories yet.
0: For, it's 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 you know it's just kind of like a I can't think of a equivalent but it's like every week news stories appear on the document i'm like ah oh, nice news stories and then when it's my week i go oh there are no news stories i wonder why <laughs> <laughs> i had to think about it anyways uh the swedish government has moved to get rid of permits needed for dancing apparently you needed permits for dancing uh a permit incurs a fee of at least 700 kroner i'm not going to give you the the uh, conversion rate there i'm gonna let you imagine how much 700 kroner is in u.s dollars kroner is the most metal
2: sounding yeah it's what they use in iceland too uh it's the most metal sounding like
0: currency that you can you can use but basically it's just saying like the proposal uh means that venues in sweden would no longer need a license to organize dances instead as a general rule they would only have to register with the police which can be done verbally and does not cost anything
1: Is that even a real celebration? Then (laughs) (laughs) hey, hey, heads up! There's gonna be some, gonna be some Swedish dancing. (laughs) I'm about to back that thing up. That cool. (laughs) Oh, (laughs)
2: seven
1: hundred kroner is (laughs) sixty-seven (laughs) dollars. Yeah, how is that? How is seven hundred? that little money (laughs) like like (laughs) 700 kroner it's like you gotta sell a kidney to do this (laughs) no it's like it's like a switch game
0: yeah
2: do you think only bad dancers like actually get ticketed like or
1: oh it's like drunk drivers like you only get ticketed if you're bad at it yeah exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs)
0: It appears to be. <laughs> maybe As it is now, owners can lose their liquor and business licenses if police officers come by and find out that a venue did not have authorization to let patrons dance.
2: I was just about to say, isn't this kind of in the area where all those people died from dancing for 48 hours straight?
0: I think that was France. Mass hysteria.
2: Speaking of mass hysteria, yeah. yeah.
0: I think that was the France? French dancing disease? I don't quite remember. Well, French have nothing to dance about. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, this is just... Sweden's supposed to be one of the happiest countries in the world, and yet you can't... I, I guess people are still dancing, but the bar owners and, you know, business owners have to pay to let people dance? Sounds off to me. Is it... I heard somewhere that venues have to pay, like, a like a
1: blanket fee for, for cover songs. Is that true? Whoa. Oh. I don't
0: know. I, I don't anymore. know. Like... Cover song. That sounds stupid. American, like, like, a local brewery or whatever has to pay, like, a licensing fee so that, you know, fucking... Joe Schmo over here can come and play his acoustic guitar and sing Driver 8 by R.E.M. as if it were a butt rock song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that like a. Uh, I believe it. I'll have to look at it as a public
1: performance royalty for live. Ah. Oh, this is uh, on on the next episode of Radish. We'll go over the legal specifications of covers. <laughs> <But> <laughs> their new favorite. This feels like a podcast. foot in the door crime. This feels like a Al yeah. Capone's taxes thing. This is like yeah. a, if, if we can't get him on the drugs, we'll get him on the dancing permits. Like, <laughs> this is how they bring down Bjork, finally. Yeah, no. uh, oh. That's Iceland. <laughs> trust me, that won't bring her down. Uh, no, yeah. She's immune to fire damage, too, so nothing
0: can bring her <laughs> down. <laughs> it's just, um... Strange stuff. This is like I wonder if the uh, the coffee shop that I went to that was once you know around locally, I went to an open mic and I heard a, a young man sing. Was it higher? No, it was with arms wide open by Creed, accompanied by nothing nice. but his iPod. Yes. Uh,
2: nice. I wonder if
0: hell yes. they had That's to pay licensing fee for that. That was magical. That was the guy from Creed. <laughs> <That> I <was> hope. <laughs> <not. laughs> I <laughs> hope that for, was Creed. It didn't look like Scott Stapp. I just I hope he's doing okay. It was man oh man the bravery by the sound out. of it probably not, probably not. <laughs> 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 he died along with the coffee shop he's locked inside all right <laughs> <laughs> hell of a segue yeah uh i think my main segment's gonna take a bit longer this week so i'm gonna let y'all uh, get to the good stuff first I don't even have anything for you all this week. It's like we're opening Christmas presents early. Yeah. I love it. But then we're not going to
2: have
1: anything on Christmas. That's okay. Besides whatever dumbass thing Sean brought. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) I'm excited for it. (laughs) Yeah. Sean got us a ruler.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Are we just going to keep banting or does one of us want to go first? I feel like, keep, like one's going to yeah, do a joke and then the other's going to do a joke and trying to dodge this. But
1: yeah, I none it. of us want to talk about it because we're we're talking about some really sensitive stuff. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we're try, trying to get around the fact that one of us brought Rick and Morty and one of us brought this place rules. <laughs> 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 none of us want to go further. it's a cold <laughs> war here on Radish. <laughs>
2: oh, shit.
1: Um, okay. I'm going to talk about Trigun Stampede. I'll be real nice. brief about it because there's only two episodes out. Uh, but it just started and it's one to watch, in my opinion. It is a reboot of the Trigun property, which was adapted into an anime in the late 90s. Um, it's gotten a lot of hate. Uh, the, the anime subreddit really hated the first episode. And I what? think everyone who everyone who hated it left the it's discussion it's a 3d exactly and episode two was much more positive because the the haters and losers had moved on but i gotta say for as much hate as this thing got and you'd think it just looked like dog crap from the comments this show looks incredible (laughs) like it's 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 not 2d obviously but it is um there's got to be a better word for this i don't know it but it's got the kind of spider verse arcane thing of like the 3d models with the kind of painted textures over it
2: it lacks but ugly Martian moments I think is is what you're trying to say
1: that's good yeah like it's not like rendered textures it's like very lovingly put together and like there's no yeah there's no but ugly Martians um,
0: I wish God God quick radish it's kind of lacked like lacked but ugly Martians moments I wish we had I wish we had more we need, we need more codelycos and <laughs> Tyler world. reminds me of <laughs> but ugly Martians every year <laughs> without fail Perfect cinema
1: um yeah yeah, so the the, the plot is it takes place on this like desert planet. It's kind of like a mishmash of Dune, Mad Max, and like Fistful of Dollars. Okay, like it's a it's desert planet. Like little towns have these things called plants, which are like kind of terraforming machines that make the water and soil livable. And those are like dying off, so they're kind of in demand. So like you can uh, people are getting robbed for their plants and stuff like that. And it follows a character named Vash the Stampede, who is a, uh, a, a wanted criminal. Who uh, was kind of chased around for for money by various uh, you know lawmen and and outlaws trying to cash in on his head to to buy water and stuff for their town. Um, it's really fun. Like he, the, the main character is a pacifist, so he does full fights in kind of this Jackie Chan trying to avoid fighting at all costs set piece style thing. Oh. Um, very fun. He doesn't shoot his gun because bullets are expensive. He says like if he shoots his gun, it's always to like to deflect something. It's really really creative. And uh, it looks incredible. The cast is really fun. Um, so, yeah, so far, it's a blast. I'd check it out. Is it on Country Roll? What I really like about...
2: Yeah, it's on Country it Roll. Is. What I really like about this is... I, I feel like, you know... Not not to give any sort of, um, you know... Uh, credibility to the folks who are like... Ugh, 3D anime is bad. But I feel like it's come a long way. Uh, even in just a few short years. I mean, think back to Mugen Train... And the stuff growing on the side of the train. Like, yikes. Um... But that was also like a texture.
1: That wasn't like a that, right, that, right, right. That's right. like a three D model as opposed to like a three D thing with animation on top of it. Sure, sure. But I mean, you know, even think it back to Code Lyoko.
2: You know, it's it's yeah, yeah. like the, the animation has come yeah. so 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 far. And what I really like about it is the like what it's got is those really over the top anime moments. And you were talking about like shooting a bullet to deflect another bullet. And it's got so many of these moments where in the first episode, I'll just say he gets to like a time crunch and he has to do something with this over the top villain trying to stop him at the same time. Who's like trying to shoot him. And he's doing all these crazy like dodges and shooting bullets out of the air and shooting guns out. of It's, it's great. And it's done well in the 3d style, which is just like a cherry on top, like really fun. Uh, I've been really, really
1: enjoying it as well. He's got like, almost like a Bugs Bunny frantic energy to him when he does things. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's, he's really fun. I, lo- I love Vash. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's made by Studio Orange, by the way, who uh, has made Beastars and Land of uh, the Lustrous, oh. both 3D. This is their first uh, 3D production with people on it.
0: So this is a big step. Fair <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause laughs> sure enough. Yeah, Beastars they, looks they've great. They've conquered the uncanny valley. Yeah, like, yeah. Speaking of like three really D animated anime, like B Stars and Dodo Hetero are like you know, top tier. So knowing that they're involved, yeah, I'm all in. P- people don't like the three D stuff though, which is which is because uh uh
1: what's the, that was the saying go? Uh, uh Little Caesars taste great when there's not a bitch in year saying it's nasty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. That's the classic saying. Mm-hmm. Who was that?
1: Confucius? Yeah, I believe it was. That might have been a. Uh, it was one of those. Yeah. Of those types. Not James cool. Joyce. James <laughs> Joyce.
2: <laughs> um No. Yeah. 100% co-side will uh, just a lot of, a lot of really great anime this season. Um We got that. You got uh, Nier, near near. Got the new season of Vinland. We've got a show called Revenger. That's been fantastic. I'm going to talk about it here pretty soon. Um, a lot of really great anime out.
1: There's one I got to check out tonight. Probably called magical beast of ours which is like a fantasy RPG one. It's supposed to be really good. Mm
2: -hmm. That looks good too. Uh, Let me know how that is. Uh, A lot of really great um, anime. I'm sure you'll hear about us talking about it, uh, a lot of it shortly. Mm. But I want to talk about, and it's very rare, very rare for Tyler to talk about music on Radish. Uh, But guess what? Wolfpack released another album. So I have to, you know, punch my train ticket. Uh, Their sixth album, uh, and that's not including the like, 12 EPs that they've done before that and in the middle of it and all the live albums and all the side projects and stuff like that. Um, it's really good. It's I've, I've been really enjoying it. It released back at the end of December. Uh, it's really dialed back. It's got kind of like, and, and how they would describe it is like a spa vibe to it. Like real like music influences almost. Ooh. Um,
1: and Turn the jazz up on the stream. <laughs> yeah, <you do. laughs> it's not um, playing right now. There it is.
2: And they, they roll with the spa vibes that literally all the music videos that they recorded for this album of them playing. They're playing in a sauna in like literal like spa robes and nice little ski caps, which is the album. Um, the album cover art is a little lapel version of them in their spa spa vibes. But um it's really good. It really heavily features Antoine Stanley. For folks who who know Wolfpick a little bit, Antoine Stanley is a friend of theirs from college who's featured on all of their albums. Beautiful, soulful voice. Uh, he's on over half or about half of the songs on this album. So if you like his singing, like Funky Duck, uh, you're going to really love this album. Um... One of the songs he like channels Blues Traveler, which is like right what I needed in the moment. I was like, is "This is fucking Blues Traveler right now! Holy shit, this is great!" Uh, <laughs> yeah, give us so, the runaround.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: My favorite song on the album is called "Romanian Drinking Song," and that's because one of the members plays snare drum with one hand, maracas with the other hand, while skillfully playing along with the saxophone on a kazoo. Just fun wolfpack fun vibes you, you know what you're gonna get with them really really well constructed uh tight jazz fusion music mm. and um really really good so check it out like i said it's called Schwitz. it's on
1: uh spotify tyler dunn when you said we were talking about Schwitzing, i thought this was gonna be like an urban dictionary thing like this is what the <laughs> they're doing nowadays what does Schwitz mean on urban Dictionary? i
0: think schvitzing you want to find is- out it has- <laughs> <I don't laughs> please look it up um I think this is going to be the year where I, I hit the Wolfpack wall or the Wolfpack phase hard. I think it's, you know, all, right. all been leading up to just like, you know, it's finally time to just throw them on and vibe out, you know, after listening yeah. to like hours of jam bands and now I'm like in a Japanese city pop phase, I am uh, psyched to give these guys a lesson.
2: <laughs> yeah. they are somewhere in that then diagram. They're Just like Wolfpack. good vibes, you know, I feel like they'll, they'll yeah. fit
1: pretty well. Oh, Schwitzing yeah. is a word. It's a Yiddish phrase for sweating.
2: Uh, oh, there you go. Okay. Well, hey, and yeah. they recorded in the sauna and makes sense. Damn. The more you know.
1: Oh, that, yeah, yeah, it's all full circle. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, I recommend it's Urban Dictionary check
0: out for the insightful <laughs> answer. <laughs> I know. Did I Urban know. Dictionary just like tell you this is a real word? <laughs> just link <laughs> to it dictionary.com. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Yiddish. <laughs> it's
1: just, Damn. That's just dictionary.
0: It shows what we know. <laughs> Nothing urban about that. Speaking of channeling Blues Traveler, I've got a show about ghosts to tell y'all about. <laughs> Is Blues Traveler still alive? Hold on. I think so.
1: No, they they were, they were died in the day the music died. They were also in that plane <laughs> with Buddy Holly and Ritchie <laughs> Valens. They were the pilots. Oh,
2: they were the travelers.
0: We're <laughs> <laughs> like dead travelers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's still alive. John Popper. No way. Damn, that's his name? No yep. way. <laughs> it's, yeah, John Popper. Absolutely
1: not. Birth name? Born in Ohio. His dad was the big bopper who died in the. <laughs> 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 Wait,
2: hold on a second. Is Blues Traveler just a
0: guy? No, it's that's a full band. band. I just, I oh, always okay. imagined it as just, it's this guy and he has a big vest filled like Came with harmonicas. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Generic
2: okay, Because Na- naming yourself Blues Traveler would be the hardest thing, I think.
0: And then you listen to his music and you're like, oh, all right. There should be a supergroup
1: of bands that are just one guy, but the, <laughs> their super group just has a guy's name. It's like it's like <laughs> Gorillas and Tame Impala and Jamiroquai and their their group name is like Dave Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. You know, hey, You know, Dave Smith is actually like 10
0: guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plot of Meet Dave. That's great. All right. Um, True fighters uh, at a certain era. Yeah. Dave Grohl. All right. Uh, so this week, I know it's it's early in the year. It's not quite spooky season. I'm still alive. Whatever you can say. <laughs> but I watched this. I'd say that's pretty spooky. Yeah, I'm still alive. Um, but we watched this uh, a couple weeks back because I saw it was available on Prime and I had heard so much about it throughout the year. Um, And I was extremely anxious and I I wanted to watch it so badly if I could at any point. And I'll tell you why it was pretty inaccessible for a while. Um, But this is the feature-length TV special called Ghost Watch. It aired on BBC One on Halloween night in 1992. It is, for all intents, like, it appears like you can... I got to organize my thoughts better. (laughs) It is... I guess like kind of sort of a a granddaddy of found footage. It you know came out seven years before the Blair Witch Project came out, and it presents itself as a live broadcast uh, done in a very like sort of like you know event style where you have a studio crew um as well as like an on the field crew, and it's basically it tells the story of these broadcasters who do a live. Ghost investigation in this house. Um, I want to say somewhere in London, I'm not quite sure where the house was. Um, but it's it's a really brilliant special in the way that it's like they cast real news broadcasters. So you got like, you know, Michael Parkinson, who is respected. Like this is like the equivalent of like a Dan Rather or uh, a David Muir, just like a respected nightly news broadcaster presenting... Throwing away all of his credibility. For yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> um, never trust me again. <laughs> and you have... I'll uh, never forgive you. Anchors like Sarah Green and Mike Smith. These are names... The practical Jokers are there. Like they are using their... <laughs> They're using their actual names the bombs um, <laughs> for the special so it appears as real as possible. So you have like mm-hmm. real life on like T V personalities. Imagine if like the cast of you know, Good Morning America or the Today Show did something like this. That's sort of our equivalent. Um But it's basically you've got Michael and a paranormal psychologist in the studio taking calls. Uh there's Mike Smith, uh on like this like I guess telethon sort of situation where he's like walking around with people answering telephones it's 1992 so like there are people calling in you can actually there's a real phone number that shows on screen that people could have called back then and that you might still be able to call now I'm not quite sure Um, but people were able to call in and well on the show Folks are calling in saying, like, hey, you know, this is fishy. This is weird. And they had, like, Michael and the psychologist kind of talk to them live during the show as the story sort of developed. And then you cut to Sarah, who's with a family family. Uh, in the haunted house, the family is the one you know, that has sparked the the investigation as a whole because they they're the ones being haunted. Um, if you all remember The Conjuring Two at all, uh, that was based off um, the Enfield poltergeist. It's very inspired by that. You know, it's like this family in the kind of a wealthier sort of house with uh, the daughters being like you know terrified by this malevolent ghost um and so you know you follow the camera crew and sarah as they get to know the family as the night starts they're like you know they introduce the girls and like oh wow you know how you know tell us more about this and like they kind of give you background and it's it's flows exactly like a broadcast program would flow so you throw it on you feel like you're just like watching an hour and a half of the news um well, you know, not quite the news, but you get what I mean. Um, yeah. Nightline, exactly, um, and it's fascinating because it's com- it's tone perfect. It's it entirely believable, and as the night goes on, you know, fishy stuff starts happening. They, um, I don't want to spoil too much of the plot because it really is the adventure and the joys in watching it. But that also comes with the joy. Also comes with knowing the effect of the program. Um, Ooh. Basically, Ghost Watch aired. It starts with like, like I said, it airs on BBC One. That's like the the, the prime channel in Britain. That's the um, first one. Exactly. <laughs> um, the program starts with like a written by credit and like stuff like that. So if you it from the top, you know, like you're in for a fictional program. But if you just decide to throw it on and you see like a lot of excited people like, welcome to Ghostwatch, you know, we're outside the house and we're talking to folks and they're inside the house and da, da, da. And it's, you're like, oh, this is interesting. I mean, it's Halloween night and they're going to try to summon a ghost. Weird. And then a lot of shit goes down and you're genuinely terrified. And for a fact, uh, Ghost Watch affected the entire country because it Hell terrified yeah. people. People watched it and they called the real number. And despite being told it was, you know, when they picked up their phones, called the number, they heard, you know, this is not real. This is fake. I, they might have shared their stories either way but they the ghost got there before us exactly <laughs> the ghost is taking the phone lines um there it is so far the only broadcasted television show to be cited twice in the british medical journal for causing ptsd in uh, <laughs> children <laughs> It terrified people to the <laughs> core. Um, and after the controversy, after, you know, like the shame that was, you know, thrown at the broadcasters who did this, um, no it shame. was basically just like never aired again. It was just completely cast in shadow of just like, we, we're sorry we can't do this. You know, we're sorry we, you know, fooled so many people. Um, until eventually, as, you know, a lot of things like this do, it developed a cult following online and uh you know people were talking about it again and people were like i really enjoyed this and like in- influenced a lot of like you know the horror creators and like i know trevor henderson who's one of my favorite horror artists cites it as one of his favorite movies of all time um, and it deserves it because it is significantly like it's quite scary um it does the thing that uh haunting of hill house did real well where it has the ghost who they call pipes because he sounds like uh pipes kind of rattling in the night? Um, they have him kind of in background shots. Nope, um that you have to like i guess you can sort of see if you're paying attention very closely like i think watching it i think i saw him maybe twice where and, and i went back on like imdb and apparently he makes like 11 appearances and just in the background and you can like see him like it's real creepy um, pineapple and psych <laughs> i didn't know that there i hit a pineapple in every, in every episode? episode of psych yeah amazing. Um <laughs> Sure.
1: Um, it was a game. You had a text text USA network and you spot the pineapple and you entered <laughs> it for a prize. It was a it was oh, an wow. ARG.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is pre ARGs. This was just like we're gonna put like some spooky guys in the background and if the, the British public sees it and doesn't know it's fake, then too bad. Um, hmm. But yeah, it developed a cult following and it reached to the point where, you know, they made like a behind the curtain, ep- like special thing, like 2012. And then last year was its 30th anniversary. So they finally made, like, I think a physical release, if not like a digital release. So it's available to rent, you know, Amazon Prime, likewise elsewhere. Um, and I really can't recommend it enough. It is supremely spooky. It's super fun to watch. The payoff is fantastic. It reminds me a lot about uh uh the Blair Witch Project um and it it feels like you know to see something that is like so clearly familiar to us now you know post Blair Witch post paranormal activity post so many found footage Borat. movies this is post Borat this is um <laughs> it's refreshing to see something like that is 30 years old and be such a pioneer um Yeah, it's Ghostwatch. I watched it, like I said, a couple weeks ago. Really enjoyed it. Really thought it was a lot of fun. Can't recommend it enough.
2: Damn. Did it look like if you caught that, like, a quarter of the way through, just turning the TV on, you would have believed it for a bit? Absolutely. Or at least been like,
0: what? Okay. No, if I didn't. That's good to know. Even this old. If this, like, if I didn't know the backstory behind it, if I had watched this organically in Britain at that time, or, you know, if this had been duplicated, I absolutely would have been in on it. Like, it's just, even as someone who doesn't really believe in ghosts, like, it's, it's convincing and it's shot real well. Um, it's really, really cool. A bit convincing, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's a little spooky. I don't know how to do British. It's, I, I, I'm excited for this. I, I just, I like anything that puts a British kid, just terrifies him. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's
2: scary, it's scary, scary to scare a British, a British kid. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: scary enough for me. It's yeah. it can't
1: all be Christmas Day over there for you. It's got it. Sometimes <laughs> you got
0: you got face pipes. <laughs> yeah, there's a um, pipes is coming for your kneecaps. I think it's like a Yule Lad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there goes little pipes. Not in the show. No pipes is like described as like this like eyeless mauled man in like a black mold? like maid's dress or like it's like it, mauled mean. It's like a a what. <laughs> Mald? You said mald. You said, mold. You said, you said I was, um, mald. Mald. Like M A U L E D. Like his face Oh. Has been like, d- like. I thought you meant like bald, but like. No. <laughs> you
1: just said it wrong. Like Darth Maul with spikes. Well, yeah, no, Mauled. That's how
0: you spell his name, yeah, Darth right. Maul is kind of a bad bad name for a bad guy in retrospect. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> kind that's kind of what on he does. Nose. Like Darth Sidious. Jeez. Yeah. Um, there's a really good YouTube essay on it by a, a channel Dooku. called Inside a Mind. Yeah. Um, That I recommend. It's it gets into more of the details and kind of takes you through the story. But I recommend if you can go again. I know I just said a lot, but going blind, it's it's a real blast. So for this week, inspired by Ghost Watch and inspired by you know Orson Welles' famous War of the Worlds radio broadcast in 1938, uh, and also what was the other one? There was another one on the Wikipedia page that I was like, oh, I didn't know that existed. How interesting. (laughs) Or I didn't know it existed. Oh, that's right. The fucking the it uh, harkens, or it kind of reminds you of that uh, that Animal Planet special. Do you guys remember that from like 2012 called Mermaids: The Body Found,
1: oh, where they yeah. fooled a bunch of people. Oh, did they
0: do it? Oh, that's, Yeah, that's yeah. On. They fooled a lot of people fool, into thinking fool, that we had discovered mermaids. Fooled a lot of a lot of idiots. Yeah. Yeah. let's be let's yeah. be honest here. Well,
1: who else is watching Animal Planet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's true.
0: <laughs> apart from like yeah, seven year olds and.
1: We're also idiots <laughs> comparatively.
0: Yeah, seven-year-olds are idiots. I'll say it.
1: Is it is it bad that I can't think? I don't think of Animal Planet as being <laughs> particularly intellectual. <laughs> like I guess, <laughs> like planet surely not Earth, anymore. I'm like, oh hell yeah, hell yeah! Planet Earth makes sense. Animal Planet, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Do you <just laughs> Animal Planet used to like.
0: Is yeah, it
2: played like vet vet programming like emergency vet like dog comes in with like a freaking bone like out of his like throat. It's like I don't want to see that shit. No, I want to turn on animal planet. I want to see like a silly little like I don't know dog tipping over.
0: Yeah, I just want to watch like, you like know? a like a <laughs> dog documentary like teach me stuff. I think there was that like that point in our childhood where there were like so many specials hosted by like Jeff Corwin and the Kraft brothers. Kratt? Kraft Kraft. Either way, the guy's from a boomerick where it was just like really cool, like educational shows where these like, you know, enigmatic crew would like show you all these cool animals. We're like, yeah, this is really neat. But now animal plan is just about people yeah. doing their jobs. Like all of <laughs> discovery,
1: discovery, the discovery yeah. effect. Yeah. It's just like, and now by extension, HBO house of the dragon is now just about doing your job, which <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a family business, I guess. Job. Um, <laughs>
0: Sean,
1: you brought this up, this, this, A modern day war of the worlds. Um this is currently going on and currently trending on TikTok. It's the thing that kids are doing to their parents where they say, Bon Jovi dead at 68. (laughs) 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 And tape their parents' reactions. What is that if not a modern day war of the worlds hoax on a much smaller scale? That is, yeah, that is true. Just gaslighting. Yeah. (laughs) It's just lying. Really? That's lying, Tyler. Gaslighting is John Bon Jovi was never alive, mom. What are yeah, you it's just like, crap? who are you
0: talking about, mom? <laughs> so that'd be a better TikTok. Trend. 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it like just were... progresses into gaslighting your parents. Slippery When Wet was Duran Duran, you idiot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta go edit the album.
2: Mine, I actually play in like an Orwellian like event, kind of like Ghost Watch, where it's a TV special, it's in a museum, maybe on Discovery. Uh, but you're going to have to believe it this time. Uh, it's it's maybe a special in art or something. And in the background, a statue tips over and shatters. And within the statue is a person who is the exact statue, but as a person inside. And they're like, holy shit, what? And they walk over to another statue and break it open. And there's a person in there. And it turns out every single statue in the world has a person in it. <laughs> and that is... This Orson trick, Wellesian event
1: that would just trick people into breaking their statues.
0: But <laughs> I mean, well, what if they, are they did it and close? there was a
2: person <laughs> for days that would like go to Walt Disney World? There's an actual Walt and Mickey inside the Walt <laughs> and Mickey
1: statue. I believe actual that now.
0: Mickey, <laughs> we don't know where Walt Disney's buried. He could be there. That's Matterhorn. True. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's not a good idea. Tyler, I um, like that idea. I think it'd be cool if like also museum special. I wish we had more like museum stuff. That'd be cool. Uh, but it's like mm-hmm. something tips already. over, and they find like a hidden treasure inside, and it like turns into this like live like treasure hunting thing, you know? Like let's What's get this national treasure. Let's, well, b- yeah, but <laughs> like, but what if like a
2: literal body flopped out of <laughs> a, like coffin flop, but just outside of a statue, a live Could body or one perfectly
0: further? preserved body, live? Oh
2: yeah, but they don't speak any human language, or maybe an ancient one. It's like an a whole conspiracy. Man. Could we go <laughs> one an further, man?
1: Can we go one further? And the body that falls out of the statue is the host. Which is, <laughs> he's like really, he's really concerned and scared that his doppelganger was in the statue.
0: You have to push over the other statue, yeah. To see if it's like, all just the I'm just a museum guy. Your parallel is in the statue somewhere. It's like us. Damn. Yeah,
1: it's like uh the Indiara Fault. Yeah, yeah, mine's mine's in the Wall Street Bull. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like it'd have to be something—it would completely destroy the credibility of anyone online. But I feel like it'd have to be, like, a coordinated Twitter event. Like, if enough people got around, you could say that uh, the uh, Donald Trump had died. And just, like, enough people tweeted it out. And, like, you know, they got CNN and AP News and all those, like, they were totally in just it. Enough, or you, can, you can buy a blue check. Of course you can do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, no, if it's just, like, an a wholly coordinated event purely online— to where you just like you, I mean, I guess there are a lot of those where, you know, you walk outside, you interact with a cashier at Publix and you're like, oh, that's right. The real world does exist, but I don't, <laughs> This is. I'm trying to think of like something that would cause mass hysteria from like online. I got one. Oh boy.
1: Not, not particularly online, but I think it would. So there's not a whole lot of NFL content during the off season. And I Ooh. think what they should do is they should ruffle some feathers and they should announce a new team at the end of a season in a place that just doesn't make any sense and just fully commit to this new team coming in next year. And I submit Bangor, Maine. Um, mm. Just the the, the Bangor kegerators, just an absolute party animal <laughs> team. Just get a bunch of rich assholes in, in Land's End country terrified they can have a groundbreaking ceremony for the stadium you don't have to build the whole stadium but just have like the news out there and they can like dig the shovel make a fake mascot sell merch and just have these people terrified that you know raider nation is going to be moving into their neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> it's like the bills and the raiders had a baby it's gonna be the, the, the rowdiest we're gonna have a piss trough two miles long and just like <laughs> really go in on the off season that the this new this new team is coming in uh, just terrify them. Peoria, Illinois, maybe just a place where it doesn't make mm. a small town that would not do well with uh, with an NFL stadium. <laughs> Montgomery, Alabama. They don't have one. They might love that. Nope. <laughs> it's good to yeah. See.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. It needs to be like Midwest. Nice.
1: Yes. Like, Gary, Indiana. like the town from the music man. Like, you know, <laughs> Gary, Indiana, <laughs> Gary, Indiana. Where's he from Gary? I think he's from, I think it takes place in Iowa, I believe. Hmm. I could be wrong. I don't know.
0: We're not gonna look it up.
1: This is the mystery of life. Nope. (laughs) Pre internet, if you didn't know something,
0: you just died not knowing. (laughs) Kept going about it. I've been really trying to take place. Don't know. Keep going. (laughs) I've been really working on that this year where if I forget someone's name. Because you know, I I can just pull fucking actors' names out of the out of my head easily. If I forget someone's name, I don't look it up, and I try to just like access it organically because that feeling is nice. Like the other day, I completely forgot Alfred Molina's name. Myself and a coworker, we were just like trying Alfred to talk Malina. about, yeah, we were trying to talk about like the great performance in Spider-Man: No Way Home.
1: <laughs> just and like, we were like, who Malina's Doc Ock?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't present the story that way, but you know, we were trying to figure out it's like Doc Ock, <laughs> and we were like who was it? Like, I can't get his name. And it like took me until later that night when I was like, Alfred Molina. Great feeling. Do you think that makes you smarter? Cause you're
1: like using your whole brain and you're not relying kinda... on the crutch that is Google.
0: That's what I like to convince myself. It's either like working, like keeping my memory like working or like, you know, making sure those the right neurons are still firing. Hmm. No, you're just expending more
1: energy. I, at that point, you just need to look it up. Yeah, We're, we're like, we're like the people on Wally. In the floating chairs, just like, yeah, what year did the music man come out? And Sean's over here <laughs> running laps, the one man still on his feet,
0: just like yeah. 1934. That's where they're thinking,
1: yeah, yeah probably not that. Sean's gonna, Sean's gonna invent a number or something before us because we're too reliant on the <laughs> Barry constant. Ooh. well, I've been, I got one more, uh. Oh
2: yeah. Since since Will mentioned TikTok, Uh-oh. uh oh. Another TikTok trend that uh, Sean actually introduced me to, and I have watched the video almost every single day since. Uh, have you guys seen the TikToks of the cats and they like superimpose a human mouth on the cat? Nope. You haven't seen that? <laughs> yeah, I just said <laughs> that. No, please please send me
0: somebody... <laughs> some. <laughs> I know Tyler likes it when a little cat says something.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it says it's it's hilarious. The <laughs> brand a is strong. Pizza. <laughs> but uh, it's scary when you look at a cat and see like a human mouth on it so it'd be pretty scary if we woke up and all of a sudden every single cat out there had a human mouth Um, not maybe won. they the seven angels won. with the be seven be trumpets would
1: be pretty scary
2: <laughs> I'd pay. I think that, that that's like society
1: ending level scary are you serious probably about now. hoax and more of a wouldn't it be crazy if <laughs> yeah that's true how is that even a hoax how do you fake that how do you fake a human mouth on a cat Huh. You can't. You're right. All right,
0: it's much much <laughs> it's, smaller scale. <laughs> uh, I I saw a video the other day of like these little dog chew toys that you, if the dog chews on it right, it looks like it has big bug teeth, and I think it's really funny. Oh, so I think you yes. like a whole doggy daycare just like implements that, and so when their doggy parents come pick them up at the end of the day, uh, all of the dogs just have mm. like severe like just human teeth. I think that'll freak people out. <sighs> What if
1: there was an inverse Orson Welles or just the entire universe in gaslit Orson Welles?
2: (laughs) That that happened. That's Job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) God literally one day was like, what if I fucked with someone? (laughs) As payback, all of society was just like, yeah, let's ruin this guy's life. (laughs) 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 We can't hear what you're saying. It's just everyone on Earth.
0: Oh, you get Truman showed, but for your own torture and pain.
1: Every single person for the rest of your life, when they see you, says "nice shirt." <laughs> just, just
0: you would go insane. How many times? Oh wait, hold on. Yeah. We've got some time. How many times a day would different people have to say "nice shirt" before it veers from like "oh, I'm wearing a really nice shirt" to "why do people keep saying this"? One. It's just one. 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 <laughs> I think it would I think it would have to take like m- maybe 10 to 12 people. If someone told me,
2: "Hey, nice shirt," I'd start sweating and looking around
1: <laughs> like <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it would take 12 people to convince so if eight people said nice shirt to sean yeah you would go about as a sean comment. has a lot of
0: good shirts i guess no i'm just vain i just be like oh thanks oh. i really like the shirt too Hell yeah, it <laughs> is. yeah just like it's, ah cool
2: sean thinks it's a conspiracy when no one comments on his shirts well yeah.
0: no well okay few people ever comment on my shirts despite my middle school level best efforts but i think if you know i was wearing a particularly nice shirt I think it would have to be like a hand, like a dozen people would have to say on oh, nice shirt. And if they said just like nice shirt, instead of like, I like your shirt. If they had that one line, then I'd be, I'd be pretty, uh, terrified. Creaked we, uh, out, maybe at work.
1: Once we did a thing where my friend had a, uh, a key puller for like keyboards. And so he went and he pulled the M and the N key off a guy's keyboard and he swapped them. <laughs> And then he ran a macro on his computer where if you typed M it hit N. So for all intents and purposes, (laughs) M and N were were flipped. And then we then we sat there and waited. And because like you don't you don't look at your hand, like go to your head and put on the left. You don't know. You just know from, from memory. And he had an "n" in his name, and we saw him type his name, and then look really confused, and then delete it, and then he did it again, and then he deleted it, and he started to, like, he like put his head in his hands. I was looking at the keyboard, and this is where it went from good to genius. We also just swapped the keys on every keyboard next to him, so that when he looked, at it, like, <laughs> we just made him convinced that he was he learned to type incorrectly, and his muscle memory was wrong. Like, I think someone eventually stepped in because if, if they didn't, there would have been like a workplace incident because this guy was like legitimately <laughs> losing it. He was just like, I, I know my name. It's at his
0: desk. Wow.
1: You can do both of those things with a $2 key puller and C So <laughs> <laughs> I highly advise you to
0: convince your coworker they don't know their own name. It's very fun. <laughs> that's brilliant. Well, folks, that's- Orson Welles would have lost it. <laughs> I wish I could do a good Orson Welles impression. Every time I hear the name Orson Welles, my brain goes, all right, time to start it up. And before it comes out <laughs> my mouth, I have to be like, no, don't. Don't do it. Oh, the French famous. <laughs> <for his laughs> nope. our no French a California <laughs>
1: campaign by Paul Masson, oh. inspired by that same French excellence. Oh.
0: <laughs> I saw someone tweet out the other day about like how Animaniacs introduced kids to like so many odd, like old Hollywood. glory. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I remember like the first time I watched Goodfellas, and I like connected it to the pigeons, uh, and it blew my mind. Feathers. Wait a second, yeah, Good Feathers, <laughs> and completely had forgotten by, about it. Yeah, Peter Laurie in it a lot, and um, what's that other guy's name? The Nutty Professor,
1: Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know if they were like royalty free at that time, but I don't know why they were making Jerry Lewis and Peter Laurie characters <laughs> in 1996 <laughs> for children. <laughs> Kids will love
0: this. We loved it. It was great. We're going to have a a cartoon about two mice. One of them is just a pitch perfect Orson Welles impression. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if Bluey was just like, oh, yeah, we've got a Steve Irwin and a crocodile Dundee dog. Or whoever else is famous in Australia. I don't think anyone else is famous in Australia. Oh. (laughs) Oh.
1: Fam- famously banned from Bluey. <laughs> oh
0: boy! All right, he's
2: doing a freaking Passion of the Christ too. Hell, is he? Is he involved with that? Yeah, I've, i doing the like Game with their own
1: season seven, like the d- 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 diversion from the book. Just like eh. <laughs> 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 Two Passion to Christ is going to be awesome. I'm excited to see. <laughs>
0: That's the thing. Is that every every story leading up to and post the crucifixion is like totally PG. There's only one famously one passion out of the Christ, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. I'm Catholic. Somebody should make an Old Testament movie. That would kick ass. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky made Noah.
1: There we go. I'll have yeah. to watch that. I want to see a movie about God that doesn't promote, you know, everyone loving each other. That's just about you better be good or I'll hit you with lightning. And that's because <laughs> that's that's the Old Testament. Should watch Mother also. All right, I didn't know Jennifer Lawrence was in the Old Testament, but I haven't read it, so I'll have to check it
0: out. Well, folks, that's going to do it for us today. I'm Sean. You can find me on Twitter at Sean from Radish, Sean and Barry everywhere else.
1: I'm Will. You can find me at Will from Radish and nowhere anywhere else.
2: (laughs) Um, I'm Tyler. You can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. Join our Discord at slash Discord. And uh, for Tyler's question. Uh, so, actually, this is a tournament of champions. So, we got. I'm just wondering who, what fast food mascot. Okay, so on one end, we got Grimace. Of course. Of course. Cut or uncut. I don't think that's going to affect the the end of the results the oh, of this battle here. It actually might. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Uh, I don't know who who could take down the grimace like uh, a fast food mascot.
1: Well, could it be the Burger King? I think Jack in he's box. creepy as fuck. Uh, Jack in the Box. a picture of Jack in the Box guy is like the the head, but on like a like a like yeah. an Agent Forty Seven body, like a suit with like right. gloves, and Ooh. he's like he's got knives and stuff. Oh, throwing knives! Dave Thomas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have Wendy as, like, a mage, like, powering him up like she's in the back? I think he gets self-replicate to
0: Dave's double and Dave's triple. Dave's juicy (laughs) stuff. Dave's juicy doubles. It was more of, like, a a Logan situation where it's like, yeah, you know Dave Thomas is associated with Wendy's, but in this movie, we don't really talk about it. It's just pure Dave, and uh, it's Mm. just about him hunting the Grimace. I'd watch it. I would watch it. God, You know, rest your
1: soul. The Taco Bell dog could, if he could call in Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the elder millennials are going to love that one. <laughs> if you were alive for that very specific Taco Bell campaign that was everywhere in 1999, oh. or 7, I had a Godzilla
0: theme birthday party, man. Yeah, it was 97. My vote's still Jack in the Box. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Let's get them talking, Saint to Dave us. Thomas. would not trust Jack in the Box tacos. Are they good?
2: Yeah, they're fine. All right. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're like, no, that's super where I'm cut the episode. That's where I'm the episode. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, everyone. So long. But yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas
2: today.